the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix, the leader of the Act for America chapter in Corona. Greg, how are you? Uh, very good. What a week. You know, in light of our opening there. I'll just interrupt you like Tim Kaine did. Okay, yeah, please do. Let's, let's, Stop let's talking do, about that. Let's do the whole show like yeah, that. Let's talk about what Donald Trump said 20 years We're ago. We're going to do the whole show actually like that because, uh, you know, we've, we've got a brand new mode for communicating. We've got Absolutely. a brand new, uh, pla- a, a brand new level of political civility that we have to live up to. See if I can interrupt you seven and one times. But wait a minute, I want to talk about. <laughs> so, so on Monday, Bill Clinton actually, in light of our opening, you know, where we've got a, one of Obama's great lies: "If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor." So Bill Clinton uh, actually exposes Obamacare by saying, "What is that mess that we're dealing with?" It's now? the craziest thing in the world. It, you know, so premiums so, double, coverage cut in half. It's the craziest thing it's in the, the world. The craziest thing in the world. And, and then someone got to him later the same day. Oh no, no, it's it's wonderful. So here's my question: Should we add Bill Clinton's audio to our opening right after Obama says? If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. Should we add Bill Clinton saying, this is the craziest thing in the world? Yes. I think we should. Absolutely. I don't know what I did with the recording. Get right but on that. It is. Uh, what did you think about the debate? You know, actually, I, I didn't watch it. I was uh, at other, I had other. I was doing real, some real work after all my. Where's uh, the trap door in the studio? We gotta, <laughs> we gotta pull the trap door so that Greg can actually fall through it. You didn't watch it. Didn't watch it. Turned out to be better than we thought. Yeah, Pence did very well. I've watched the coverage. I watched uh, the clips of it. Uh, yeah. He stayed calm. He d- didn't let uh, Kane's behavior and interruptions fluster him. You can also see the moderator you know, when um, I was flustered when. Uh, when Pence tried to pivot to Hillary Clinton's emails, she the moderator 30, yeah, immediately she, jumped in. She said, 30, to stop 30 seconds, Governor. Okay, now we got we to talk about something else. Three times she interrupted him in that, in that segment. Yeah, it's tough when you're, when you're debating two people instead of one. Right, same thing with uh, the first debate where it was, it was two on one. Well, speaking of three people at a debate, we've actually got a third person in the studio with us. Should we wait? Maybe we should have our studio audience actually guess. Who it is that's with us. Do, 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 what do you think? Do, do, Let's do, give do. him clues. Let's give him clues. He's somebody who's running for elected office. How right. about that? And he's someone who said that uh, if you're uh, the no patriotic American in his right mind would run for Congress. He did say that. And also, he's, a, he's the guy that's handing out ISIS hunting permits, mm. which is, I think, in San Bernardino, a pretty appropriate you know, strategy because we have you, have you caught your limit so far. I've uh, I have some in my sights. <laughs> We're just doing the final vetting and background checks. But enough, but, but, but enough, but enough of our meaningless banter. Let's introduce our guest for the day, shall we? Yes, absolutely. 
Our guest today is Paul Chabot, who is not just a candidate uh, for Congress, but he's become a good friend of mine. And he ran unsuccessfully. And that's such a low bar. It is. I've always wanted to have a friend, and now I have one. (laughs) Will you be my friend, too? Yes. Yeah. Just give me that five bucks. (laughs) Sure. He ran unsuccessfully in 14, although he probably won if he didn't count the fraudulent votes. Lost narrowly, counting the fraudulent votes, and started running again the next day. And he's, been de- he's dedicated to this cause, and we'll ask him why he's so dedicated to this cause of, of getting elected. And it's just a, we've done events with him. We, we fought against the Iran nuclear agreement that his opponent supported, and for pro-life and a whole series of other things. We know this guy. He walks the walk, not just talks the talk. Welcome to the show. Paul Chabot. Thanks. Great to be here. Great to be back. And he's got a pretty darn cute wife and family. <laughs> How about you. that? You know, I mean, you know, there's nothing like a yeah, picture perfect American family to vote into office, I think. Yeah, fortunately, wow. the children all take after the mother. You're very, very <laughs> correct. Smart, smart thing said, and I will not disagree with that at all. <laughs> well, this is a pretty serious election, Paul, all kidding aside. Obviously, you know, California is somewhat lost to the presidential part of the uh, November 8th festivities, but there is some really, really important stuff happening in what we call the down ticket, which is everything below sort of the presidential race, your race, uh, you know, even local offices. State legislature, all the way down to city council and school board. Yeah. And propositions. Lots of reasons to turn out and vote. You are at the top of the ticket for that. So uh, for those people that don't know you, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, we've got a couple minutes left in this segment. And tell us just a little snapshot of who Paul Chabot is and why'd you decide to run? Absolutely. Well, uh, from the Inland Empire, I lived in a number of cities, spent some time here at Cal State San Bernardino, Valley college. I live out in Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, married four young kids, age 42, a small business owner, background uh, military 15 years, just retired from the sheriff's department as a reserve deputy uh, sheriff. And uh, my values are pretty simple. It's just about making sure that we uh, ensure that our communities are safe again for our kids, that we've got good paying jobs, and that we have the values and integrity that our founders demanded that this great nation have to survive another, another term, if you will. Yeah, and we're right against uh, – how close do you think we are if Hillary is uh, unfortunate enough to get elected president? Um, you're, you, you pay attention to politics, both right. local, national, and world. How close is America to the – Brink, or we won't be. We will turn into a, a more European style nation right now. When you look at the Democrat Party, they you're are always not, the optimist. Well, <laughs> well we got to be realistic. I mean, part of this is motivating people to get off the couch. Yeah. No, no. What I, meant, what I meant was that turning this into a European, like Sweden oh, or would France, be, would be good. Is, is the optimistic vision no. of, of what where Hillary and the Democrat Party yes, are going. Exactly. Well, you know, when you think of Europe, the EU, they see themselves as just one big country, and what makes America unique is we are not one country of them. We are of our own, which is why we broke away from them in the first place. Look, we have our own identity, what makes America great. And when you look at the Democrat Party today, much different uh, than the Democrat Party of JFK. So the, the Hillary Clinton today, when you listen to her even 20 years ago, had many positions that conservatives agreed with, that uh, tough on crime. They've gone away from that into a very leftist, uh, progressive agenda that does not uh, fit within the mold of our Constitution uh, or the values that we all represent. I mean, heck, back in 1996, Bill Clinton in the State of the Union talked about the importance of controlling the border and Absolutely. stopping illegal immigration. Absolutely. They put 100,000 cops on the street. They fought back against drugs. They were looking at welfare reform. And today it's the opposite. 
All right, we got to take a couple of breaks that are going to kind of interrupt the flow here. But when we come back, we're going to ask you a little bit about why, uh, what some of the positions are that you hold. Why do you want to become a congressman? And essentially, what are you going to do for us? Sure. Good questions. When we come back after a break from our sponsor for this half hour. Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation. Ed is a great patriot and a place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with Paul Chabot after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President, Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower, two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you for buying, refinancing, or reverse mortgages, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to my website, www.wccloans.com. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, where we talk about the things that uh, should should concern every living, breathing, uh, smoking American. Uh, out there. <laughs> smoking is a proposition on the ballot this year. We're going to talk a little bit about the propositions yeah, this year. Yeah, actually, there's two smoking um, initiatives on the ballot this what, year. The death penalty? Well, <laughs> smoke them. <laughs> <laughs> Three, then. Oh, okay. <laughs> there's, the, there's the one to legalize marijuana. Right. Oh, then, yes. And then there's the one to uh, cigarettes. raise taxes on, That's right. uh, That's right. on cigarettes. And tobacco products. Well, before we entirely ruin Paul Chabot's congressional hopes, let's get right to talking to him about what he wants that. to get done. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you next year. Oh, exactly. So so what is it that you hope to do for the Inland Empire by becoming a congressman? Yeah, the Inland Empire has some major issues going on. One is uh, we have high poverty here. We do not have good-paying jobs, and crime is absolutely out of control. Those are things that the voters care about as a parent, a uh, middle-class worker. When you look around this region, uh, from San Bernardino, to Colton, to Rialto, to even the outskirts of the district, which were more wealthier cities, now seeing a huge influx of crime. So you need a congressional member out here who addresses the, the jobs, the economy, the terrorism aspect that has impacted our communities, and how to really make this Inland Empire a true staple of the region again. Look, we've got a lot of warehouses out here. I'm not bashing the warehouses, but what I do want to say is those particular types of jobs are not going to afford somebody the ability to buy a home. If our goal out here is only to bring out warehousing jobs, and we're going to continue to stay second class to L.A., Orange County, San Diego, we need good paying jobs. We need to set the bar a little bit higher. Part of my program and platform for running for Congress is to turn the old Norton Air Force Base back into a military base, but a joint special operations base. And that's based on funding already allocated, looking at the Pentagon's pivot to the Pacific to rebuild the Pacific side of our defenses. So there is a a natural alignment there. It would be a remarkable aspect for San Bernardino. 
The other thing I'd like to do is to uh, federally prosecute high-level gang members throughout the Inland Empire on the gun violation charges. We need to bring in the RICO Act, which has brought down um, organized crime across this country. If we want to make San Bernardino and the area safe, we need to dismantle these high-level uh, um, uh, organized crime syndicates, which are run by violent street gangs, and that's taking out their high-level leadership. Those guys do not care about state prison because odds are they aren't going to go, but they will fear federal prosecution. And those are things that I want to bring into this district on the safety aspect. Also, a lot of those uh, gangs are illegal immigrant gangs. Absolutely. And if we would just enforce our Absolutely. immigration laws and secure the border, yep. that would take care of a, large, of, a, of a significant amount of the crime problem. Yep. And um, where does your opponent Aguilar, or Aguilar, as you like to call him, stand on border security and controlling illegal immigration. You know, he's one of the most dishonest politicians I've come across. And the longer you watch his votes and how he campaigns, it's just startling. I'll tell you, uh, the problem with Mexico is that corrupt politicians have destroyed that country. And we're beginning to see that happening here in America, where there is no accountability for what one says or does. They can simply run a campaign on millions of dollars. My opponent is for open borders across the board. He sees it as a voting block. I'm on the other side of that issue. Look, the first generation uh, Latinos here might not vote for me, but the second, third, and fourth that have been here for a while understand the negative impact that many of their jobs are taken by those who are not here in the country legally. And in our California prison system, where I had worked as a state parole board commissioner, about 20% of those violent gang members locked up were violent gang members who were not U.S. citizens who continue to cross this border and re-victimize our citizens. So I'm not going to be bashful about my stance. We need to address this position head on, and my opponent and I are night and day difference on how to deal with it. But of course, enforcing America's immigration laws is racist, isn't it? Well, they will make that to seem to be the case, and they will attack every single one of us that way. We need to not be afraid. Uh, of that attack. We need to attack them back head on. And I would say, look at our congressional makeup. Look at who's on our campaign. Uh, We probably have more Latinos on our campaign than my opponent does. So we're not afraid to address the issue. We've got to speak louder on it. We've got to go into these minority communities because the second, third, fourth generation uh, Latinos agree with us. They want the border secured and they want illegal immigrants off our streets and especially those that are committing crimes. So you mentioned jobs as as a, you know, bringing the Air Force, uh, bringing a uh a base back as yep. one one strategy. Sure. Um, how else do you in Congress influence the job uh, opportunities that are created here in the Inland Empire? Yeah. So that's that's an interesting take. When you look at uh, the loss of jobs here in California, a lot of that is based on what's happening at the state level. You know, we just lost Ashley Furniture next door here to the studios. Eight hundred and fifty jobs going to other states, which have. Uh, lower regulations, the uh, the minimum wage impact is not going to be that dramatic on them. So I think a congressional member here in this district, not only voting on smart legislation to reduce taxes, reduce government regulations in D.C. is critical, but it's also critical here to talk to your state legislatures that are putting forward these ridiculous bills and to show them how it is devastating the manufacturing economy here in the state of California. We are moving more to a service-oriented economy, and we cannot sustain on that kind of a level. Well, California is more than almost more than any other state is governed by far left Democrats. Yes. Yet, California has by a wide margin the highest cost of living adjusted poverty rate yes. in the entire country. And if people want more, don't want to change that, yep. they need to change the leadership. Well, look, here's a simple one, guys. Look, the the, the highest fastest growing rate of small business owners in California and the United States are female Latinos. So why in the world are we not doing more outreach to them to then get them to work in their communities to talk about the legislation in California that's devastating their small businesses? 
it's a missed opportunity on the Republican Party's part. We're going to talk about uh, voters, you know, strat your campaign strategy for reaching uh, minority communities, which are some of which aren't so minority anymore, and also uh, the integrity of our voter rolls. Right. But I want to come back to this base because one of the that's an interesting strategy because of course San Bernardino was ground zero for yes. a terror attack. Right. Um, you know, this bringing back the base, uh, you know, might might also help from a national security perspective yep. locally, but. Um, on, in the bigger sense, national security, what is it that you feel needs to be done to shore up our domestic national security to keep us safe in our neighborhoods? Sure. Well, a few things. One, we've got a vet who's coming into this country. That That is obviously a no-brainer that we need to do. Our immigration naturalization uh, process is completely broken. We do not have cooperation um, at the local level with many governments working with our state on vetting people who are into our prison system, securing our border. If a, if a baby can walk across our our border, uh, so can a terrorist. And we need to look at all these lone wolves that are in this country because they are, they are replicating and emulating what ISIS is doing because ISIS right now is on a roll, 15 to 30 countries. We need to decimate ISIS, embarrass the hell out of them so that local lone wolves here will not look to want to be what ISIS is. And until America takes the offense, we're going to continue to see lone wolves in this country. But isn't it more than just, it's not just the terrorists, it's the, it's the whole mindset of the government. We had Phil Haney spoke in the area recently. We had him on our radio show, I think, oh, two weeks ago. Is it's very, is, is it designated a terrorist group? Okay. Or it's not. It's not focused on the governing, guiding ideology of radical jihadist Islam. Yeah. And the government is just, has chosen to be willfully blind to that threat and probably your opponent. Oh, is as well. Absolutely. They're more concerned about uh, appeasing our enemies and finding a way to negotiate uh, with people like Iran with a horrible deal that they gave them to the weakness that we've showed of a red line in Syria that was ignored to allowing Russia to push farther into the Ukraine to having bear bombers flying off our West Coast. Look, uh, this place is a mess. So I do write about this base on my website, which is voteforavet.com. And uh, this base idea, we think, is critical for national security. Uh, San Bernardino is an ideal place to bring a base back to because when the base left here after the Cold War was over, it devastated the region with jobs. I don't want to see a new base built anywhere on the West Coast. We want to see one come back to a city where it was taken from and uh, and help bring life back. Well, they already have the facility. They have a runway that can accommodate any aircraft Absolutely. in the world. Most of the facilities are already built and ready to go. We're going to take another quick break, get back and talk about uh, the ground game and what's going on, maybe even how people can help either pitch in some time or money sure. uh, to your campaign. Um, we're going to hear from our sponsor for this half hour right now, Ed Hoffman. Of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. More after Paul Chabot after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Reno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. 
If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you for buying, refinancing, or reverse mortgages, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. Or go to my website, www.wccloans.com. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio. Samuel Adams said that if ever the time should come when vain and aspiring men, and women too, should have possessed the highest seats in government, our country will stand in need of its experienced patriots to prevent its ruin. Vain and aspiring men and women. I had the women part. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Context is uh, everything. Um, so we're visiting with Paul Chabot yes. today, who's running for Congress in the 31st District. We've talked about some of his positions and, and how he differs from his opponent, who he calls Pete Aguilar. Um, very briefly, why do you call him Aguilar? Yeah, uh, he's one of the most dishonest politicians uh, I've come across. And I've, I've worked in the White House, two presidents, worked in Congress, worked with a number of elected officials. In 14, when uh, Mr. Aguilar and I ran against one another, we had a handshake deal that if we were to face each other in the general, we would keep the race on the issues positive, um, not uh, distracting with negative attacks. He went against that policy after polling showed him losing. And that's how he won this race in 14. So we want voters to show we want them to understand uh, the nature of the candidate of who we're dealing with that he will say and do anything to win an election that he has no scruples morals or values and somebody like that should not be representing the people of this region that's terrific speaking of voting in this area you know one of the concerns we had during your last race and that came out of your last race was that there were uh detected on the voter rolls in san bernardino individuals that didn't even live in the community that had voted and there was a big effort to go find out, you know, where those people were. I think uh, we knocked on 200 doors at the time to find out uh, if the people that had voted actually lived there. Right. Of the, of the questionable votes, uh, 50% either the person didn't live there, had moved, didn't exist, or right. the address didn't exist. Some of the, some people were registered at vacant lots. Yes. So how does voter integrity here in the Inland Empire play into this race? You know, it's critical. First, let me say that when I first heard of uh, voter problems in this race at the end of the 14 cycle, uh, I did not believe it. And I thought that stuff happens probably in New York. Um, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Chicago, you know, other places, New Orleans, maybe, but not California. So uh, I was approached by uh, a group who had done some door knocks in the area and showed uh, what to me was clear evidence of absolute voter fraud in this district. You know, when you have over 100 people, um, you know, over the age of 100, somebody as old as Abraham Lincoln, who voted somebody who uh, you have 17 people registered to one apartment. I've got one of my neighbors. Him and I both vote permanent absentee only, but his address was used at the polls on Election Day. Those things right there really send a chill up your spine because not only was the election stolen, but that when you attack the voter integrity process, you you attack our entire country because that system of what we have, we believe should be honest, open, fair, and 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 unadulterated and when you have outside groups doing what they did it sends a chill up your spine because we see that in third world countries that should never happen in america absolutely and i want to tell you, i want to blow our horn a little bit only because it was the unite it was the coordination and networking of the unite inland empire 
a coalition of conservative groups that uh, gathered around someone that had done a lot of homework on this and just needed some legwork to go out and prove that the work that they had done was correct. And so by, you know, just reaching out to folks, uh, you know, as part of the uh, Unite IE coalition, we were actually able to help uh, drive that home in the in the 2014 cycle just by doing what the left does, which is, yeah. you know, coordinating and interacting and networking. So what do you, you know, one of the other important things here, we've got a, a minute 35 left in this well, segment. Let's, let's, let's plug again the election integrity product. Yes. Yeah project. We had Cheryl okay. Benton on last week, who's heading that up in the Inland Empire. And it's so important. I mean, California election laws are lax, intentionally lax to facilitate the vote fraud, but at least uphold those laws. And you do better if there are people watching. Right. So what Election Integrity Project does is trains volunteers, sends them out in teams of two to monitor the polling places and make sure that those election laws are being uh, upheld and enforced there. And so if you go to electionintegrityproject.com, this is so important because we volunteer, we make calls, we do uh, contribute, we do canvassing. Yep. But that all can be for naught if we don't have an honest vote. So it's important that you back yeah, all the, everything you're doing up by volunteering one more day on election day yeah. to make sure the vote is honest. We're going to hope. We're going to hold you over for the next segment there, Paul, Great. so we can talk about what we're doing to reach into other areas of voter, voter turnout. Talk a little bit about current events and get your take on them. But uh, in the last 29 seconds here, how do people connect with you so that sure. they can donate some money or time to yep. help you? Yep. Uh, visit my website, voteforavet.com. You can obviously contribute, but we're also looking for volunteers. Those who like to phone bank from home, come out, walk a precinct, canvas a precinct, uh, work on the voter integrity issue. You name it. We need you as a volunteer. God bless you. Please join us at VoteForAVet.com. Stick with us because we're going to tell you more about how you can get involved and help this conservative wave across the Inland Empire after this break. Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio program. And we're visiting with candidate for the Congressional District 31, Paul Chabot. He's in a tight race. He needs all the help he can get. And during the break, we squeezed him for this amazing offer. If this weekend you go to his website and contribute the much-needed money to help Paul push his campaign over the finish line, if you contribute $99, you will get, what is it, a 3 by 5 It's Vegematic. <laughs> It's Wait, a, I thought it was Jinsu Knives. Oh my! It is a it is a, a three by five Betsy Ross flag, one hundred percent made in America, quality, sewn stripes, sewn stars on. It's, right, it's beautiful. Uh, made by Allied Flags. Uh, we're giving that away for a ninety nine dollar donation. We'll so contribute ninety nine bucks and uh, donate this weekend to Paul Chabot. You go to. Uh, What's the website? I think go to voteforavet.com and click the donate tab. And from there, it's easy. $99 is right there. Just fill your name in. You obviously, your credit card information and get yourself a nice, handsome three by five made in America, Betsy Ross flag. Yep. And you're going to help a guy that we need to send to Congress, Paul Chabot. Thank he you. has one of the best chances in the entire country of, of picking up a Democrat seat. Yeah, absolutely. Number one nationally targeted seat for us to win back here. The Inland Empire is a very unique area of the state of California. Uh, conservative leaning, we've got a freshman Democrat in there, far left, supported by Pelosi, nominated by their own party as the most vulnerable to lose in 16. Let's make that happen. And 
And you have no excuse for not helping out because we're not getting hit by a hurricane out here. It's going to be bright and sunny, great weather. Come out, walk for Paul. That's right. Uh, You can probably connect to Paul uh, to come out and help walk through his website. Absolutely. Lots of ways to help. So one of the big things that's going on in the presidential race is the question of whether or not Donald Trump is able to reach into these minority communities and get the critical support that he needs in order uh, to be able to, you know, win an electoral victory, which is now what I'm focused on is how is the how are the electoral votes standing up? So what is the Chabot campaign doing in San Bernardino in the Inland Empire to reach into uh, those communities that are going to be really important for your race? Yeah, yeah. So, look, we're endorsed by a number of uh, black pastors and also Latino churches uh, that typically work and support Democrat candidates just based on the demographics of where that seat is held. That's not the case here in San Bernardino. Uh, We've got a number of uh, black churches that are behind us. We held service this Sunday with one and we invited people from all over the district to come and people did come to this church and they came from Redlands, Rancho Cucamonga, everywhere uh, to sit in and, and feel this pastor talk about the, the problems in the community of guns and drugs and crime. And he had a bracelet on that says this black pastors, you know, against abortion. So to my Republican colleague, friends, conservative friends across this country, if we are not getting into these minority communities and talking about our values, we are missing out on, an, on, on the opportunity of a lifetime to talk to people that share our values that the Democrats only use on election day for a vote. And you try to find areas of common interest. So maybe you're not going to agree with them on everything, but you're going to try to find something and some issues where you do agree. Sure. No, I'll tell you, this particular church, ladies and gentlemen, they... They are fed up with a drug epidemic in their city. They took over a drug house and turned it into a church. Awesome. If, if that to me is not what should be a national story of a of a faith leaders taking back their communities, yep. because doggone it, we're going to blame the cops for whatever happens, right or wrong. Well, the church leaders can do this. We need to encourage more people to get outside of the church walls, uh, which kind of leads into a, a, a movie that's going to come up this weekend as well. But the, the the minority communities, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, are with us. We need to be with them. We'll talk about the movie just in just a second here, but you talk about this reaching out and trying to find areas of common ground. We were talking in prep about you were on Friday. You went to, recording on Thursday, but you were planning on Friday to go to a, a Islamic or Muslim candidate forum yes. event. Absolutely. So you're not, uh, afraid, you're not afraid to go anywhere. No, I'll go anywhere, anytime, anyplace. You know, in Iraq, uh, like I tell people, I served with Muslims. Uh, the local Iraqis c- created a program called SOI, Sons of Iraq, 100,000 local uh, Muslims fighting back against radical Islamic terrorists in Iraq to take back their tribes from Al-Qaeda. So I want to spread that message here that, look, they did it over there, and, and we need the local Muslims here to do the exact same thing. Stand up, be strong against radical Islamic terrorism. But you found other areas where you might be have some common ground. A lot of common ground. Look, the Muslim uh, uh, population today is very much pro-business, pro-life. Uh, they they are against abortion. Uh, they have a lot of those conservative-leaning aspects that we do as well. Obviously, there are, there are differences in religion, uh, but other aspects of, of business and sanctity of life, and those things are critical that we share common ground on. The, the Democrats just don't have any of that. You know, the other thing that could be productive that comes out of this is I think that these some of these communities are going to be key in helping us keep our neighborhoods safe yep. from you know the radicalization that takes place the uh, sharia supremacism that uh, comes out of certain mosques and you know we're, we're not going to win this battle alone we've got to find those individuals that believe that living in america and living under a constitution is a a, a glorious gift and that you know there there's there's a 
some segment of that population out there that we need to lock arms with them in order to ferret that out. Absolutely. But then you have groups like CARE, yeah. uh, Council on American Islamic Relations, that actively discourages. They're, they're, a, they're an absolute yeah. train wreck. They are yeah. a train wreck mm-hmm. leftist organization that uh, does not put America's best interest forward. No, uh, the judge in the Holy Land, found, Holy Land uh, Foundation trial found that they were associated with and supported the terrorist group Hamas. Yeah, not surprising. So now you've got, we talk about the uh, d- uh, uh, the debate that came that happened this past Monday. We've got the presidential debate coming up on Sunday night. Um, in the past, you've debated Pete Aguilar. And how did that go? Yeah, look, or he's, tried to. He's not very good on the issues. Uh, he did not have much to say. The fourteen debate, uh, he lost that significantly in Redlands, and he has bowed out and avoided debates. He has not held a single town hall. Uh, since he's been elected, and he avoided a veterans debate where we were both invited to address veterans issues. Wow. So if you uh, w- once you get elected, I'm just curious, who's your favorite representative in the Freedom Caucus? Yep. Uh, within the Freedom Caucus, I've had a chance to talk with a number of them. One that's been uh, particularly interested in this race and has reached out to me on a number of occasions is uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio. A uh, very faith-based um, individual wears his values on his sleeve and extremely well-respected. And uh, I look uh, towards him as somebody to build a relationship with. Now, speaking of, of pro-life, and uh, you have a movie that you've arranged for a special showing of on Sunday. Tell us about that. Yeah, the movie Voiceless hits theaters this weekend. It's really about um, a faith-based uh, military veteran coming back from service and working with his church to get the church leaders outside of the walls to address issues in their community. So we rented out um, a, a theater here in Redlands Sunday, 2 o'clock. I forget the newer named theater that's in Harkin. Harkin Theater. If folks want to show up uh, 2 o'clock uh, this Sunday, that's great. But they, they can get tickets in advance. We recommend it at survivors.la that's a big pro-life group survivors.la so obviously you're pro-life 100 percent pro-life uh four little kitties at home to prove it beautiful and, uh, love it nothing better than being a daddy and your opponent favors abortion. legalized abortion on demand entire nine months of pregnancy you could have a mother uh, do in 30 minutes and his response would be well it's still the mother's decision he has no uh, no no issues or qualms it's as if you're talking about an, an object and not a, not a being and they say you're the one that's extreme that's the uh, interesting part of how weird uh, the politics has become today that is that is just crazy and that was one of the things that stood out for me at the vice presidential debate was here you've got tim kane mm-hmm. that wants to uh end the death penalty because you know we shouldn't be doing that but on the other hand he's for abortion yeah to me there is no difference in the life that's been created if it's still you know growing inside of a womb yeah. versus you know a 30-year-old that's yeah. taken another life. Yeah. I mean... There's 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 something bigger with this, though, Don, that there's an entire industry out there, an entire lobbying group, an entire leftist progressive piece out there that does not see babies as as, as individuals, as people. Uh, they have turned into a political pawn to raise money for radicals that think like themselves, and we should be going to battle against that kind of an extremist ideology and protect children. Mm. Anything else you'd like to tell our listening audience today? You know, look, uh, really appreciate everybody obviously tuning in. The Inland Empire is critical. Look, Obama won uh, the Inland Empire region in 2008 and 12. That was an anomaly. Uh, Hillary's not going to win this area, this district. She is below 43% in this area. 
understandably, the state of California as a whole will vote for Hillary, but the Inland Empire does not. And we need everybody out there, not only voting, but making sure that your neighbors are going to the polls, that they're voting permanent absentee, however they vote, that they vote and that they do not take this election for granted. We have got to secure the Supreme Court uh, for the safety and security of this great nation. So we've got to move in that direction. Wouldn't it be amazing if California actually was able to get out enough votes to pan Donald Trump all 55. Hey, a guy can dream, right? That's I mean, it's, it might not happen, but a guy can dream. And I want to remind everybody to go get your Betsy Ross flag. This is a very handsome flag. It's a, just it's not a field of 50 stars. It's a circle of, what, 13? Absolutely. Yeah, for the original colonies, the original, original colonies. states. So it's a beautiful flag. It's a unique one that you're going to love flying in front of your home. You're going to take a lot of pride in displaying this flag. You could even hang it right beside your uh you know your traditional flag that uh, we currently fly with 50 stars to show your uh your original patriotism go to paul chabot's website contribute 99 bucks get your flag vote for vet.com all right (laughs) you guys are good when we come back after this break we're going to be talking about propositions and some other reasons to come out and vote on november 8th because there's some pretty important propositions on the ballot and uh, you're gonna have to stick with us to see if paul chabot is going to hang in there and have that conversation Conversation with us. We'll be back after a message for this half hour with All Star Collision, the place to go when your car has an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And there are so many ways that the private citizen must get involved. But right now, the first and foremost is to be involved in the election, not only voting, but there are so many ways that you can also help the good guys win and save the country. Absolutely. And all contributing to candidates and getting your Betsy Ross flag. Yep. Canvassing. Our, our Tea Party has a great canvassing program. Yep. Calling. You can, the candidates have calling programs. Our Tea Party is starting a, a calling for victory program. And you can learn more about that on our website, redlandsteaparty.net. You can talk to your neighbors, talk to your friends, talk to your relatives, write letters to the editor. There are so many ways you need to get involved. And everybody can do something. That's right. And voting on November 8th is the most important. Don't think your vote doesn't count, because here in the Inland Empire, we've had several races that have swung on literally uh, less than a couple hundred votes. Yeah. 
And, well, and and in Virginia, you know, this was a site that they just uh, a state in which they just recently found brand new evidence of voter fraud because of their motor voter program isn't properly uh, audited. That, this is a state whose attorney general, Democratic attorney general, was was elected on a swing of 163 votes. And they found only in eight counties, 200 fraudulent uh, voters, over a thousand that were registered illegal aliens and 200 of them had actually voted and passed. So this is this is a key issue. But we have 17 propositions on the ballot this year. And that's a ginormous amount of, politi- of of propositions. And, you know, to go through each one of them, I actually got the book. It's 222 pages. It cost the state $15 million to produce. Amazing. Right. Well, a, lot of that, a lot of that is the actual text of the laws that very few well, sure. people are, are going to read. And actually, most of these things are not, are not, that, are not that difficult. Tax increase. Hmm. No. Yeah. And uh, other things like getting rid of the death penalty. No. Well, let's just, just let me let me mention this up front. There's there's 17 propositions. They're numbered 51 through 67. Now, <clears throat> having had to do a, a several talks on the propositions, I had to do quite a bit of homework. I had to do quite a bit of talking to folks. Um, here's my bottom line, and then I want to get your feedback. I have three propositions I want to vote yes on, and they're 54, 65, and 66. 54, 65, and 66. And you can remember that because it's like four, five, six. But you got to put a five in front of the first number, a six in front of the second two. So 54, 65, and 66. Now, um, you know, the first one is the big bond, uh, you know, state bond for funding schools. What do you think about that, Paul? So, you know, I've got a doctorate degree in education for kids, and I don't put my kids in the public school system because they're girls, and I'm very concerned about uh, what's going on with the restrooms and their safety and security. And so I always go back to how do we live within our means without having to expand upon continued resources for programs when we don't get at the root of the problem, when we're not supporting, say, um, parents that decide to teach their kids at home, and we, we don't allow minority communities and others to have uh, school choice where, where they can pick the school that they feel is most successful for them. I'd like to get at decisions like that first before we start looking at giving um, uh, funding. You know, But I do believe in, look, people have the right to vote on taxes up or down. I think that should be a decision made by the people and not politicians. Very good. Yeah, this is a big $9 billion school bond. It's a general bond, which means it's paid out of revenue from the state, tax dollars, our tax dollars. And um, there's also, believe it or not, a hundred and I think on this ballot, uh, there's a hundred, there's $80 billion worth of local measures to also fund schools. Right. And those are all ultimately government employee pension bonds. Wow. Because... It's, the, it's those pension costs and retiree costs that are driving out yeah. other expenses. So now they have to go get bond money yeah. for maintenance and repairs and construction because the other money is being used for wow. retiree expenses. Yep. What, what, a, what a mess we have. Even Jerry Brown's against this uh, $9 billion addition to our already mountain of debt. Paul, any other any any of these propositions that uh, catch your attention? You know, um, I'm very concerned about the death penalty initiative to do away with the death penalty here in California. So I'm supporting the other one, which is to make sure we have the death penalty. So that, that's 66. Right. So we have a lot of people on death row who are the most violent people who have raped 
children and killed them and have done horrendous things and people just who don't belong uh, in society. So I think that that measure is absolutely critical that we save that. I'm also against uh, the, the drug legalization one. I'm against the, the, the taxes. Look, I don't smoke, but doggone it. I mean, what are we going to put tobacco at? 20, 30, 40 bucks a pack? I mean, it, 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 in California, we've got these crazy leftists in Sacramento who say you can't smoke on the look. I get it. I don't like the smelling of it, but you can't 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 with tobacco, but you can 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 with pot. They're hypocrites up there. And so if they need to not promote one and be against the other. They should at least be uniform on both of them. Another important one, which uh, Don overlooked, and we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, is Prop 53. And this requires, these are revenue bonds. So they they issue bonds for a big project, big boondoggle project probably. And then they get paid for by user fees. Mm. So what what this just says is, (laughs) exactly. What it just says, if if the project is more than $2 billion, a huge project, you got to go and get a vote of the people first. And the people approve it, fine. And one of the, 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 the instigating project is this project to build tunnels under the Delta up in, nor, up in Northern California. Estimated cost $66 billion. Of course, uh, that's just the down payment. Is that for when the bull train? With, is that for no. The tra- no, this is when he's going to build t- water tunnels under the Delta. Interesting. And then they say it's going to cost $66 billion. Oh. But of course, it's probably going to cost double that right, at right. least. Exactly. And it's fine. If you want to do that project, go to the people and get their permission. Yep, I agree. I'm voting no on that. Are you wrong? No, no. There's I, some very, very legit. This is actually a very ill-conceived. It's it's the right idea, but this particular measure has some has some issues with it that you know that make it not. It, it's the right problem, but the wrong solution. That's why I'm voting no on it. You know what? We, we should. Need, we need a better solution. We should have had a proposition that would have killed the funding for the bullet train and allocated that. <clears throat> towards water there was one but it, 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 it they just didn't have the money and in california you need the oh, money so many of these propositions so many things did not make it to the ballot the bathroom bill right. the uh the one you're talking about greg that you guys were very at you know adamant about the uh, gun one to overturn the uh stringent uh, yeah the six the, the seven propositions right. uh, fell short right. um but you know there is a gun one on the ballot uh this one is 63 this is gavin newsom's and this was this one came out of a little bit of a political spat on the left and that is is that a lot of what is in 63 was already in these laws that got passed and signed by the governor but gavin newsom is going to be running for governor in 2018 and he wanted this on the ballot so he could point to um you know getting this measure passed as a feather in his cap for running for governor. There's a so there's a little political intrigue, sure. but beyond that, plenty of reasons to vote no on sixty three. Absolutely, we are out of time for this segment. Uh, time for a word from our sponsor, All Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this, when you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. 
Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire program. We have been talking to Paul Chabot, who is running for the Congressional District 31. And uh, the last thing, you, the first thing you need to do, guys, you know, when our show ends, you need to go to his website, contribute 99 bucks, and get the very cool Betsy Ross flag made in the USA that we have twisted his arm to provide for everybody who listens to our show. And uh, and and let's push this guy over the finish line. Get him to uh, to to be in Congress. We certainly don't need a continuation of what's going on and we need to make sure this is a way this is a very real way we in San Bernardino in the Inland Empire can make sure that whoever is president is going to have to deal with a Congress that has a Republican majority because there is always that threat that we're you know we're this close to losing the majority or becoming we can throw a Democrat out of Congress and vote in a Republican. Best chance in the country to knock off an incumbent Democrat. Absolutely. Wonderful. So there's some things that are coming up we should probably touch on that you can go to. Um, of course, Paul mentioned the movie on Sunday that you can go to. Why don't you give that a plug again? Yeah, certainly. Uh, check out the website, survivors.la. You can pre-order tickets uh, for this Sunday showing 2 p.m. at Harkin Theaters in Redlands for the movie Voiceless. And then next Thursday night, you're part of the Southern California premiere of a brand new movie based on the work of Trevor Lau. We've had him on the show and at our, at our meetings. He's researched how <clears throat> the, uh, they don't call themselves communists anymore, but how they've controlled the unions and the Democrat Party. And he's documented that in his, in his very lengthy book. Now he's made a movie called Enemies Within, looking at both the left and the Islamists, who are now interestingly working together to undermine our country. And this movie will premiere in the Inland Empire with Trevor Loudon this uh, coming Thursday, not coming Thursday, on the 13th. You can get your tickets. They're free. Nice. If you want general admission, we have a VIP dinner. If you look on redlandsteaparty.net, you can get more information. And it's, I've seen the trailer. I've seen the rough cut of the movie. And this is going to be a great, great movie. Awesome. You going to be there, Paul? Uh, now I am. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, you. Come on out and go to the movie and meet Paul Chabot and Love sign it. up to help uh, help him work. And maybe by then he'll still be able to contribute some Betsy Ross flags yeah. for a ninety nine dollar donation or terrorist hunting permits. There you go. That's a that's a big one. And uh, also that movie, The Enemies Within. Although Trevor Loudon will not be there tonight at the uh, Act Corona meeting, we're also showing it. So if you're in the Corona area, um, you can uh, come to the uh, screening of Enemies Within. There, Trevor Loudon's coming into the community, you'll be able to see him as a part of the Redlands uh, Tea Party's uh, yeah. participation in that. So many of us talk about the, the, this is now or never, the con- country's on the precipice, we're heading for the cliff, all those, whatever analogy you want. But now is the time to go, it's past talking about that time, talking about worrying about a time, talking about the, you know, how bad things are. You have an opportunity to do something about it. You can support Paul Chabot, so many other good candidates you can support. You can call for Donald Trump on Trump Talk. There are so many ways to make a difference, but it's, it really is now or never. We have, I don't have the number of days right hand. It's like 30. It's, it's about 30 days left, and it requires an all-out effort by every patriot if we're going to save the country. Absolutely. Wonderful to be with you, Paul. Thanks Thank for you. sticking around Thanks for the for whole show. Thanks for having me. I loved it. Paul Chabot, Congressional District Candidate 31. We'll be back next Saturday with another edition of the Unite Inland Empire radio program at 4 o'clock.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.